We have a national shaker and mover here with us, someone who's been on the show many times, someone who I greatly respect her work, C.J. Jordan is on with me. CJ, welcome back to the CL Bryant Show National GOP activist, CJ Jordan. How are you, friend? How are you? Hoo-hoo. I'm glad to be back. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm glad that you're there, CJ. Let me let me ask you about Ohio. Was anything proven there? What what's the takeaway? The takeaway from Ohio is again that the president picked a gentleman who is a marine veteran, a small business leader, someone who understands that Ohio is a diverse state and propelled him from single digits to double digits once he endorsed. And also J.D. was also my candidate as well. And so what this means is, as they always said, so goes Ohio, so goes the nation. And so the president has a keen sense on the type of candidates that can represent a party going forward, which is a diverse group of um, candidates, veterans, minorities, but people also that can represent a diverse state. Should Even Democrats, though Ohio is in, in the Midwest, it's still a diverse state. Should Democrats, on with C.J. Jordan, uh, should Democrats be horrified at what may be materializing here, as you said, so goes Ohio, so goes the nation. Should that send a chill down that uh, Socialist Democrat Party that, that's uh, certainly running things right now? Well, it should be a wake-up call to them that they thought that because just because of inflation and so forth that Republicans were not necessarily energized as a Democratic base. Now, whoever leaked the document from the Supreme Court, um, the initial draft opinion, did this for political reasons. And we've seen the Democrats take the street. However, the results in Ohio should give them full-on notice that Republicans are energized, not just the Trump base, the center right, the establishment. The numbers show when you had seven people in a primary and that many people turned out when they thought it was going to be low voter turned out. They came out and showed out and yeah, showed out. Yeah, they did. And and let me ask you this. Let me throw this into the mix. I know both of us uh, are pro-lifers and Christians uh, to boot. And uh, and for full disclosure, for everyone listening, CJ and I just happen to be Americans who are black and we vote uh, Republican. And uh, let me ask you this then. I see and some have described it as uh, perhaps a lifeboat, uh, talking about R.V. Wade and the possible overturning of, of it. Uh, is that some type of lifeboat that Dems may try and use to, uh, uh, let's say, um, I don't know, um, save themselves from the incoming red tide? How do you see that that R.V. Wade uh, playing out with them? Well, here's the thing. You know, the Democrats are forgetting that Justice Ginsburg, 
who is a strong, strong supporter of abortion rights. She has always stated that at some point that this was going to happen because this is one of the few cases that came before the Supreme Court that did not go back to the states to come up with a solution from the legislative body to say, hey, women have a right to abortions, but what are the parameters? And the court had made a blanket decision. And if you look at how brilliant that Justice Alito wrote the opinion, he wrote the opinion exactly based on the question and the concern that Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg had. And it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Uh, Chris Ann Hall was on with us uh, yesterday, and uh, like you, uh, she said the very same thing, how brilliantly it was written. Now, CJ, do you think that uh, there might be some modifications to that that uh, opinion that Judge Alito wrote? Uh, how do you think that's going to play out? I think there's going to be some modifications. Um, and though modifi- because here's the thing. You know, Justice Alito, and I'm sure as he read many opinions, he's a very strict constitutional conservative. As he looked at the statements that even the liberal justices had um, prior to these folks coming on the bench, Sotomayor and um, from Harvard, I think here's the thing that they're thinking about is how does this meet the muster when it goes back to the states? It is states' rights because it is not necessarily guaranteed. We guarantee the health care. But is abortion part of that because you have folks who say you are murdering the life of a human being? And therefore, it gets back down to at what point is a fetus a viable child? Right. Right. And even the president let it slip. He said, you know, you are killing a child. And even his words will now be brought into context from his prior statements on the viability of the life of the child in the womb. So now it gets down to you have the heartbeat bills. Right. How when is a fetus a viable child is it at one week is it at three weeks four weeks six weeks and those are the discussions that the legislatures are going to be having and this is the discussion that i feel i don't know but the justices are going to be having based on again what did justice ruth Bader ginsburg said she just said it was a matter of time that the justices would have this conversation. And it's not like the conservative justices, even when we were not in the majority, that we did not have these conversations when they did dissent opinions. Go back and read it. It's all there. It's all there, friends, for you to consume 
And in these times, and these are perilous times that we live in, and uh, issues like this can, in fact, lead to civil unrest, as is happening right now. Is there some type of design to this madness? Uh, C.J. Jordan, uh, GOP activist. C.J., tell everybody how to get in touch with you and how to bring you and this type of common sense speak to where they are. Talk to us. Well, you know, as a as a GOP strategist, folks can just email me at egpearl at yahoo.com or just go onto my Facebook page and DM me. Um, I would love to chat with you, love to come out and see you. But these are the things that we must do and we must remember. And I'm saying to all of my pro-life friends right now, don't go out and protest because they want you out there so that they can cause a ruckus and some violence. Go to church and pray, light your candles, double down on making sure that you're registering people to vote so that we can hold the line, hold the state legislatures because they become even more important, making sure that we maintain the government offices that are up for re-election. And even if you don't care about somebody 100% that's running for Congress, by George, Go out there, hold your nose, and vote for them anyway, because we cannot concede any ground. Amen. Amen to that. That one word that you said, CJ, is exactly what Americans should be thinking. Vote. Is that, last question for you, is that truly the key to American revolution that we truly need in this country at this point in time? Talk to us. Absolutely. You know, Republicans, whether we are center right, center right, right, center right, 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 and far right, and any of those definitions, many people fall in line under, you know, Trump supporters in various different degrees. Whether we are full in line behind President Bush, many folks supported President Bush when they didn't agree with him 100%. We must marshal all of us as Republicans, center right to far right to hard right, at the end of the day, in order to ensure that the things that we believe in, that pro-life, and that life begins at exception, when that sperm meets the egg and the doctor says, my God, you are pregnant with child, go forth and be happy and prepare. From that time, and from small business owners, we must be able to marshal all our resources. We have inflation. People are rationing how they buy their groceries. They are rationing the number of trips that they are making out there. And it is tough on everybody. Seniors, their medications are going up. How are they going to cope if they're on fixed incomes? Veterans, fixed incomes. So what are we going to do? And the only way that we can have good policies is the fact that we must have a different type of contract with America that we believe in exceptionalism, capitalism, and the protection of the unborn. You know, the, the points that you have made, uh, look at the, the meat prices. I don't know if you tried to buy any beef lately, but uh, it will scare you to death. Uh, or, or, or gasoline prices, are these truly to be laid at the feet squarely and definitively, Joe Biden's administration, uh, CJ, that is the last question that I have for you. 
Right. This is his economy. He can't blame it on Trump, even though he continues. This is his economy. This is the Democrats' economy. And they own it. Has And so this started prior to the war in Ukraine. This is their economy. So now what do we need to do? We need to ask the hard question of, first of all, why is it that Bill Gates is trying to buy up all the farmland? Two, why did we, under the prior administration, not the Bush, not the not the Trump administration, and not even under the Bush administration, why did the Obama administration permit China to buy up so much of American farmland? There are a lot of farmlands that that China leases or that they have purchased as well. And so now that we have this food shortage, the question becomes, no one's asking, how are we going to feed the American people as people become more and more hungry because the inflation is going to last a little bit longer? So if you don't have land, you can't grow your own food. So I employ folks to kind to say, look, how do you have urban farming? How do you begin to value our black farmers again? How do we have co-ops so that we can do things? How do we support those black entrepreneurs that are doing vertical farming in urban cities, hydroponics and aquaponics? Because other individuals are doing them and selling us the produce. How do we begin to now look at this so that we can begin to recycle the dollar nine times in the black community? We must think strategically. We must think as small business owners and and do what conservatives do. Hey, be entrepreneurs. Wow. Be capitalists. You know, C.J. Jordan, uh, GOP strategist, uh, I hope that they hear what you are saying. And, you know, Michelle, she reminded me that we need to get our black farmers back on. I think there's an opportunity here uh, for their voices to be uh, heard uh, even more so than this show tries to to give to them. And, and C.J., I want to thank you so much uh, for coming on with and being a friend of the show. And I look forward to uh, crossing paths and seeing you soon. And, and all of that. But may God bless and may God keep the work that you're doing. Continue to fight the good fight. I know that you will because you are fighting the good fight. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. And again, as we all do, let the work that we do speak for us. Amen to that. Amen to that.